We welcome you into another episode of Automotive Insiders. I'm Jason Stein, your host and also host of Cars and Culture on Business Channel 132. Accelerating launch process out of the ice age is all the talk of the industry. OEMs are building a whole new model of vehicles and suppliers are being forced to adjust with a world of uncertainty surrounding them. This different time in the industry means the product side is well understood, but one of the challenging elements for the supply base is how to move forward and execute. The test for the industry will be how do they take things to scale and profitably. The sustainability movement will force suppliers to respond, even to ramp up, innovate, or move to a new location, but mostly they'll need to make big bets. Suppliers have huge challenges from the ground up. So how to respond? Today on Automotive Insiders, Mark Barrett, principal at Plant Moran, talks about the massive changes that are underway, from strategic decisions to basic movements. There are big bets being placed, sometimes with the unknown factor of whether they're making the right bets. So how to make those decisions and how to scale up. It's one of the challenges of the next five to 10 years. Today with Mark, we dig in during November's MEMA Original Equipment Suppliers 2023 Vehicle Supplier Conference. It was called Navigating the Industry's Evolution, and he navigates the future with us. Well, we are back in the halls of the Suburban Showcase Collection in Novi, Michigan. And uh, Mark Barrett, it is great to see you again, Principal of Plant Moran, and, and having just come off a session that you and I were on together, which was really about accelerating launch processes out of the ice age, which we're going to discuss. But welcome, first of all. Jason, thank you for having me. It's good to meet you again. Yeah, great to see you again. You know, we talked about it a little bit before, but you know, OEMs are not simply building different vehicles, Mark. They are building vehicles differently, first and foremost. And we talked about skateboard platforms and simplification initiatives that are really disrupting mm -hmm. uh, the parameters around supplier success. Let's start off with a bit of an overview from you on what you're seeing in the marketplace, sure. what's changing right now. Sure. Uh, it's a, it, it's a, a different time in the industry, and, and I think we've always said that we'll get to a point where you know, the product side is, is well understood, we think it's well understood, you know, how to build a, an electric vehicle, how to, how to move forward with that. One of the, the, the elements that is really challenging though for the supply base, I think, is the how to move forward with it. Right. Really, how do you start to execute? I think everything, in, in manufacturing, everything starts with product. We kind of all know that. The big test for the industry though, I think, is how to do what they need to do at scale, profitably, and as I think we've said you know, a number of times, sustainably. The OEMs are driving multiple different agendas, and certainly one of them is, is a sustainability agenda that uh, the suppliers really have to respond to, all the while while getting pressure to ramp up, innovate, get to scale, invest, provide dedicated capital, maybe move physical location, bring in labor, it's a challenge from the ground up for suppliers to meet that. We spent a good amount of time talking on the panel along with uh, David Opsall, CEO of Actify, and Mike Lewandowski, Vice President of IT at Modneer, about that complexity yeah. that's now in place. That fewer platforms will enable rapid model development, and replacement means the whole industry must adapt to a radically faster tempo. Yeah. We've also talked that this may be one of the biggest changes that the supply base has seen since the introduction of the Toyota production system, yep. or just-in-time system. Yep. You concur? 
Yes. Yeah. I think that's a. I think right now is a time when strategic fundamental decisions are being made. We were actually with a, a supplier in North Carolina last week, a big, a big um, Japanese supplier, and they probably five years ago had to start to make a choice between what product the, their plant was going to produce going forward. Um, and it, and they ultimately, they made the decision to switch that plant from an ICE um, component to an EV component and started that back in 2019 when there was not as much certainty as there is now about right. the direction of the industry. Huge risk for them. And then, what, so that took them from a product decision. They decided to stay in the same facility and they decided to re retrofit that facility and move through the entire very large facility, one sort of cell or bay at a time. Mm -hmm. and, and today, they've now made the entire change. And the, the, their journey is, is a really uh, um, kind of inspiring one to think about. But they, they, it all started with saying to themselves, are we going to move to this new product? Or are we, are we going to continue where we are in this? What a risk reward calculation they'd be making. It, it, it is. It is, and that was that was kind of emphasized. And what data did they need, and what what insights did they need from their from their from their customers? Because at the, at the end of the day, they they had to you know, take that, and they had to trust it. Right. Right. And that that was a um, you could tell from the the president who made the decision that it it's it's a, it's still a, dis, a decision the absolutely stands behind, but. Boy, it was, like, it was a challenge to get to, to make that decision. And I had to convince a lot of people. There's a reality, Mark, that suppliers are going to have to confront launch processes that are fragmented, yep. outdated, maybe even unable to respond. Yep. So how to scale up those launch operations and really stand out as that competitive landscape changes? Yeah, I think it's, um, I think it's one of the challenges of the next 10 years. Right. And maybe maybe five, but certainly um, ten, because you know behind every behind every successful launch is a whole series of things that have to happen, process-wise, equipment-wise, facility-wise. As we mentioned, labor as right. we mentioned significantly, and bringing expertise to that is is going to be a key differentiator for suppliers. And it's, that, it's the coordination of all those elements that might seem very disparate. They're probably dealt with disparately across, across the supplier. And the ability to be able to bring those things together, to time them and sequence them, finance them, and actually execute so that you do get to the point of launch where you have everything in place. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a massive, complex jigsaw puzzle that has to be put in place all at, all at the same time. And increasingly, as you mentioned at the beginning of the, of the podcast, um, at, a, at, a time, at a rapid time frame. And, and you don't have time to get this wrong. And at a time when consumers haven't exactly proven that this is what they want. Right. I mean, I was just reading something uh, just this week that said this might not be a bad thing for consumer acceptance to be running at a slower pace because everybody can take perhaps a bit of a breath, mm -hmm. but your point is clear. Suppliers have to 
place their own bets right. on where the world is going. Right. Let me ask you, what happens to those internal combustion engine suppliers that, um, you know, if, if the ice world carries on a little longer than planned, yeah. how do you place those bets? Well, I think there, there's, if, if, I'm a, if I'm a supplier and I'm currently in the internal combustion world, but facing opportunities in the EV world, right? That's, mm -hmm. where, the, that's where the biggest challenge becomes. Because if, if you've decided you're just going to run out the, the ICE product and uh, you know, maybe take it to extinction and, and maybe exit after that, then that's a fairly clear uh, uh, decision point. If you're the EV, uh, on the EV side of the world, you've decided to go you know, in with both feet, that's, clear, that's a clear decision point. The challenge becomes where you're trying to play both sides of the equation, where you put those bets. Um, and at the end of the day, if you, that's the strategy you've adopted, then you have to understand what you've signed up for. You've signed up for, for running multiple lines. Right. You've signed up for um, allocating capital to, to these different programs fully. That's the only way you're going to be successful with, with the OEMs and winning, winning the work. You've signed up for creating a longer term uh, maybe problem for yourself because you're, you know, you're going to be operating in two different spaces, which is an expensive place to be. But if you can manage the, the both of them, that is, that is, that is the challenge that you, that you as a supplier have to address and all, with all of the areas that we've talked about and, and uh, requirements that you need to build. We've never likely had a situation that mirrors what we're experiencing right now. So if you look to the future, let's look ahead. You, you mentioned it five years down the road. What will the supply base look like in your mind? What I, what I think is, is likely to happen, we've, we've been sitting on the precipice, I think you've commented about this before. Correct. Is consolidation coming? Is right. consolidation in the supply base coming? And what will drive it? And certain, to a certain extent, the, the, the size and, and capital requirement to make this transition is a, is a driving factor of that consolidation. But I still believe that the fundamentals of the supply base are there. The innovation will always win. There are new players that will, that will come into the supply base that we don't have right now. Um, there may be uh, suppliers that are thinking about exiting, maybe monetizing from, a, from an ICE world, you know, allowing some consolidation. But five years from now, I think it's, maybe the question is less about what the suppliers will look like and what, what about what they're doing and how they're integrating with the OEMs is really going to be a success, a success factor for them. Because the OEMs are setting the design, let's be clear. They're setting the pace. And it's the OEMs that are um, putting some headwinds um, as they react to consumer, as you mentioned, um, right. consumer demand. The OEMs are still driving that pace. And I think this, those suppliers that have communications, trust, and, and relationships with the, with the OEM base, really, that's, that's a key success factor. It always has been, but really, now, more than ever, it, it's going to be a factor. Very insightful commentary. He was one member of our four-person panel accelerating launch process out of the Ice Age at the MEMA Original Equipment Suppliers Vehicle Supplier Conference Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi, Michigan. Thank you so much, Mark. Thank you, Jason. Great to be with you. And you. That's this episode of Automotive Insiders. Remember to follow the program wherever your favorite podcast appears. Thanks again to my guest, Mark Barrett of Plant Moran. 
And thanks for listening to Automotive Insiders. I'm Jason Stein. We'll talk to you again next time.